0: Welcome to the Hey Soul Sister podcast where Mel Histon will guide you through life's big questions and bring you one step closer to doing this crazy journey as best you can.
1: Hey Soul Sisters, I've got my mindfulness guru, wise woman and great girl Charlotta Therap with me in the studio today. Hey Charlotta. Hi darling. We're just laughing because I just said to her, I call her, just in everyday life I'm always like, like um, prefix Shalotta with my mindfulness guru Shalotta
0: <laughs> which is weird I'm thinking how much it matches my inner you know, experience
1: <laughs> but that's like everyone right yes, indeed because people like you know on the outside people see us one way and internally we see us another way yeah yeah. Yep. except I'm going to say for my sister rushy Rushy goes I was talking to someone and they were saying that you're really great and I'm like no she's not she's a doofus <laughs> <laughs> keeping it real yes but seriously, so Charlotta. for those of you who haven't listened to Hey Soul Sister before, Charlotta um, is, in addition to being an amazing mindfulness guru, Shalotta is, um, works with corporates around the world um, and, and teaching them around mindful practice in the workplace, is that right, would you yep. say? Yeah, mindful leadership. And mindful leadership, and yep. you've worked all over the world. Yep. Yeah, and, and with some really, really big corporates globally. Yeah,
0: yeah. and lots of gorgeous people.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Absolutely. Well, and I love that about you. I love that you work on a really big scale, but then you still have clients at home that you do one-on-one work with.
0: Yeah, I think it's important to have the the kind of the range, right? Um, And I've always had that in my life. I think, you know, you, you have to always be open to those who cannot afford to go and see somebody, but who desperately need it.
1: Yeah, well, I know that you have helped me so much after the, in in the last 12 or 13 years when I've had many crises or I just, I'm trying to sort something out in my head and want to do it in a mature way, (laughs) not immature way. (laughs) yeah So I'm so grateful for you. And also you're an author, you do a lot of writing, um, you record meditations. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and spread the word, I guess, um, around how we can all live a more soulful life. Yes, mindfulness, it, mindfulness exactly. practice. Showing up as, as decent human beings, as curious and engaged. Yep. Yeah. So today, Charlotte and I are going to talk about something called the hero's journey, and we're both so excited. We're both so excited. So I had not really heard of the hero's journey until recently, when I was going through a challenging time. Um, I was very upset. I was even brought to tears. I think I might have even been like almost sobbing. Um, and I'm generally not a crier. <laughs> so I was, I was I was pretty upset. Um, I was being talked about in a really negative way. And I guess I felt really hard done by, I guess. And, but I had turned that. I didn't understand why. And, you know, like so many of us do, when something happens to you, you know, I went into this internal spiral, like pulling myself down, in, in this whole self-shame and blame spiral, um, I was totally pulling myself apart. And so I went to Shalotta for guidance. And Shalotta said to me, oh, darling, <laughs> it's the hero's journey. This is part of your hero's journey. I was saying that in my best Danish I think. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that. I remember you said that. And I was like, oh, oh. And then, you know, we started talking. You started sharing with me what the hero's journey is. Mm. So, my friend today let's actually talk about that because I think and as we've shared before with each other that you know many of us go through the hero's journey all the
0: time and I think that in in your case with that situation it really helps to frame it like that because then we go all right I'm going to get some bruises it's part of the deal Whereas some of the pain is we think, you know, particularly when we do good out there, we think no one should, everyone should love me and see me for who I am. (laughs) And then when people say horrible things or don't appreciate us or do that, we think this is too hard. This is really not unfair. But actually it's part of the deal. It is just part of the deal. It's part of the hero's journey. You know, every film we've ever watched with somebody who
1: takes up a challenge, they get hurt. Yeah. And you get hurt. (laughs) And that's what you said to me. You were like... This is this is part of the, the gig. This is part of your journey. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So what is the hero's journey? We've been talking about it for five minutes. <laughs> We're gonna now actually talk about what the hero's journey is. Charlotte, do you wanna do you wanna open that? Yeah. Because it was
0: identified by Joseph Campbell. The amazing Joseph Campbell, um, who um, took about four or five years out of his life to read. He just read and read and read. He particularly uh, interested in mythology, but literature overall. And after that, he found that there was a theme, there was a common rhythm, a structure to all of this literature. Keeping in mind, it's written by men for men, by uh, about men, right? Yes. Um, and and that he he then published a book called uh, A Hero with a Thousand Faces. So that you know we all do um, the hero's journey in a, in a grand, small. Um, way every day, it's part of life that we take on a challenge, um, and we can talk about the steps and specifically. But you know, we live in our little life. We take on a challenge, and we go out. We go forth with this with this uh, um, this challenge. This um, and and in that we have um, a battle of some sort, um, and then we deal with that, and then we return wiser and more complete. That's kind of the idea, um, and we know it from. Every single American film, pretty much. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) You know, um, yeah. So let's leave it there because there's a different hero's journey for women and there's probably something missing in this. But the hero's journey itself is something that applies to... Well, at that time, it was really... A masculine, a man's journey, if you like, Uh, but now that we have two individuals in the world, both men and females, uh, I think it applies just as much to women. This whole thing, it's about agency, it's about separation, it's about growing up and standing firm in who you want to be and who you're showing up to be. Um so it's 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 really important to say it's about agency and separation individualization gi- is the word is that the word I think is it's that, that did word. I say it right you yeah. know what i mean
1: <laughs> <laughs> sorry individualization is the word yes yep. and so uh so Joseph talked about 12 steps um and we'll quickly name the steps but really uh, we, you know when i look at those steps i go it's, that's probably, there's a fair bit of detail there, but really, um, you know, there are a few, a few key steps, I kind of think. So he talked about, you know, really that, um, you know, you start off with the status quo, living your life, that um, a hero receives a call to adventure, um, a, a call to action to do something, be something, start something, that the hero receives assistance, um, that um, they leave home to go, on a, a trial or a, um, go on that adventure, that journey, that they face different trials, that they um, end up facing their worst fear, which I wonder for me if that was the whole, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that was my worst fear, probably not, you know, the when, when I came to you all upset that time, but I- anyway, in the we'll whole. just have to take another journey. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but the hero faces their worst fear, mm-hmm. they um, face crisis at you know the hero's darkest hour, that they find some treasure, that they um, have a, a result, that they end up returning back home and that they are changed in some way or people are changed in some way. So there's a bit of detail there, but really it's about that whole going out on a journey, facing trials and challenges, finding something, the treasure or something that that and making a difference and making a difference
0: want to save your soul review us on apple podcast so you know it is what we applaud most in our society right you know with somebody who climbed mount everest or somebody whose loved one is ill and therefore they they pursue investment in medical research or whatever you know it's it's that kind of movement or you know and often not always but often it's about a call to making the world better. It's not just, I mean, climbing Mount Everest is a personal journey, but but sometimes
1: it's also about making the world better. And they're particularly the stories we like, right? Yeah, absolutely. So do you wanna share about a time where you've been on a hero's journey?
0: Well, I, th- I think to be honest, there are, there are many, many, you know, very small ones and medium sized ones and bigger ones. Probably the, the biggest one would probably be being an immigrant. I think every immigrant is on a hero's journey. Yeah. You know, you have this situation at home, everything's well in my situation everything was fine. Like I could have easily just stayed at home. But I had this desire and then somebody came and called me and said, Would you like to go to Australia? And I went, Oh yeah, I picked it up and and then off I went and it was you know, interesting and bumpy and challenging, but the the I think the the journey ride of the immigrant is kind of you leave home and then you go to establish yourself, right? And there are all the challenges there that because you don't have a network, you don't have you know you don't have security. So um, yeah, that would probably be my 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 biggest one, most obvious one. But but also just you know letting go of a, a job and and starting my own business. That's also a hero's journey, Absolute. isn't it? Absolutely,
1: that's the yeah. that's a really big one. Mm. Because you face a lot of fear and challenges when you oh. leave a job and you start a business. Absolutely,
0: absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, and there are, and, and, and but I think that the thing is that um, it's served up as a complete cycle almost. And it's not because even when, when you finish or you feel that this is almost done, this project, it just leads onto something else, doesn't yeah. it? You know, so the next journey is born
1: out of the previous, if you like. So yeah. it, it's ongoing, it's life. Yes, and, well, I'm going to share a a hero's journey, one particular hero's journey that I've been on, um, and that is – Uh, I've got on two years ago um, I decided that um, Got You Back Sister that we would make a short film around um, domestic violence through the eyes of a child and I had actually seen um, that there was a grant available a arts and culture grant through the city of Newcastle and so I had seen that um, and that was kind of like my calling because I saw that and I'm like we could apply for that. And imagine if we could do a short film telling the story of domestic violence through the eyes of a child. And that was my call to action, Mm -hmm. the beginning of the journey. And it was such a a big journey, even though it was kind of like a, a, an 18 month journey, but yeah, I faced a lot of trials. Number one, I came, actually decided to do it. But number two, um, you know, I was looking for assistance. Who could be a part of this? And I kept, I kept, I'd find someone and then they'd be like, oh yeah, no, sorry, mm-hmm. I can't be involved. Find someone else. Yeah, no, I can't be involved. And that was a real challenge. Um, and then I found somebody to be involved and um, we started um, working together. And then there were a few times I was like, oh gosh, I don't know if this is all going to come together. You know, we not that we had disagreements or anything like that, but we probably saw things a little bit differently. Mm. Um, And there was
0: COVID too, wasn't there? And there was COVID,
1: COVID happened. So all these challenges Mm. um, were coming up. Um, And I remember there was one point in time, I thought I was going to have to chuck it all in. Mm. There was just too many challenges there. And I was like, what the hell was I thinking making a short film? Who do I think I am? (laughs) I've never done this before. Um, And I remember thinking, oh, I'm going to have to, I give the money back to council and go back with my toe between my legs and go, I failed. I couldn't make it. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, that isn't really an option. And actually, do you know what? I had to go into problem solving. How am I going to, I I can work my way through this. I have Mm -hmm. to make work my way through it. And then we ended up making the short film. We had to delay the launch because of COVID, but we launched it. And the wonderful thing was when I saw the impact of that short film on the people who have seen it and they've reached out to say, um, you know, what an impact it made on them. And it changed certainly changed my way of viewing domestic violence and the impact that it doesn't have on children who, mm. even if it's the violence isn't directed towards them, they are witnessing it and yeah. they're feeling it. Yeah, it. They're impacted by it. Mm. Um, you know, I, I go, I was forever changed and that's the coming home as a, a, a with a new knowledge a new gift or um a new understanding of the world
0: yes having achieved something and also contributed something yeah yeah and as you're talking i was also thinking that you know the role of your charity got your back sister is kind of that assistance that their the hand reaching out to the hero's journey of some of the women leaving
1: domestic violence yeah right because that's a hero's journey That is the ultimate hero's journey Mm, because it it, it takes so much courage and bravery to leave and to start your life again. Yes.
0: Yes. So we can then see how can we be supportive of those on the journey where we know it's a wobbly journey. It's always a wobbly journey.
1: It's such a wobbly journey. And and I think as well, you know, part of the hero's journey is assistance, is people coming along, coming in to your journey on the Mm. way and providing assistance. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. You know, that, I mean, that's what Got Your Back Sister does, but that's what we can all do mm. is provide assistance to people who are on their journey. Yeah. Wouldn't that be wonderful if, ever, if it was that simple and <laughs> we all just did that?
0: Right. But it helps to know the framework, I think, of a hero's journey, right? Yep. I think it helps.
1: Yeah. Mm. Now you mentioned something before about how when um, Joseph Campbell wrote about the hero's journey that it was very masculine focused and that actually with the way the world is now that actually we kind of need to see and embrace that in a more feminine way can you talk us through what you mean by that
0: yeah so i i first i want to sort of preface it with saying i am by no way an expert in this um but it just struck me that the the hero's journey is the masculine journey within all of us men and women it's not about gender um, it describes this sort of the, the individualization, right? The separation, the, the agency, the going out in the world and standing firm. And what's the, what's the missing part? What's the yin-yang to that, right? And that's, and that's the surrendering and the receiving and being open to and appreciating connection with others, connection with the earth, that's the missing part, right? And I suppose you could see that our culture is very masculine. So it's, it is, you know, they're the ones we applaud, whereas the other is sort of something that lives a little on the sh- in the shadows, a little, I think, of that. But nonetheless, you know, certainly just as important. I work with a lot of very successful men who have been amazing at the hero's journey. You know, they're standing at the pinnacle and they're going, yeah, but when will the anxiety stop? When will I feel really calm and good when will it stop and that's because we've just we're lopsided we just focus on the one versus going well how are we traveling you know how are we um integrating this knowing the effects on the planet knowing the effects on others uh taking moments to celebrate to appreciate um so so really it's the it's sort of the the two sides of the of the same thing but we've just focused on one side if you like which yeah. is the
1: masculine yeah does that make sense? Yes, absolutely, it makes sense. Mm. It's true, and you know, I suppose that's where um, I feel as though you know, when I was younger in my twenties, you know, when I think about entering the workforce, entering, you know, starting a career, it was all very masculine focused. Mm. Whereas mm. now, I go, it's really wonderful that that is shifting slowly. Yeah, we're having we're having and embracing more um, feminine qualities in the workplace, but also. Um, um, in life, you know what I mean? We're starting to hold those up as something that we want to be and hold and that's okay rather than celebrating the, you know, being the male, the masculine, being really driven.
0: Yeah, and that conventional notion of success, right? Yep. Because the, it, it has inherently in it some really serious problems, right? It's like the fairy tales where they're, okay, now, they, now they're now married or they found each other everything, and then as if everything's perfect. And we know now, now it really starts, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I think there's also some interesting, uh, when you reflect back on some of the traditional stories, um, the way women are depicted is often that our hero's journey is actually to get the man.
1: It's <laughs> Well, do you know should... what it is? In, in yeah. most rom-coms, mm-hmm. movies and, yes. and fairy tales, it's yes. about getting the man.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I think we have to look at that because that's not the case for the man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> his, situ- his is. To, his is to to actually be in a situation where he will be a good provider. Often. Right. A stable person who's kind of shown himself as a man. So yeah. I think we have to look at this sort of with a, a little critical eye as well, and going what is the what is the heron's journey? And I think also you know there is the whole thing of you know for both men and women we we. we are born into a certain family and the hero's journey is about separating from that family right and and standing on our own two feet and so it is like has a different texture if you're a man or a woman or wh- wh- whoever you identify right because you what are you liberating from most as a woman it is the mother that that whole thing of who, who how do i show up in the world as a female right there's a whole lot around that um, which is different between the, the genders, I would think. Yeah, but I don't know much about it. I just think that you know, it's a it, it's a different imprint that um, that women would have mm. to men, and also you know, people who identify as as other. Yeah, yeah. Want to fill your soul with more?
1: Go to thesisterco.com. So, Campbell Joseph Campbell talks about the idea that no matter what we do, we we are all following our own hero's journey. And that there's a strong correlation between the hero's journey, the story of all our lives, um, and that, in his opinion, that what we need to strive for, what we need to do, is things that fill us with the most joy. And he used the term that we should follow our bliss. Oh, I,
0: I don't know what it is. I, I found Joseph Campbell in the '80s, which just shows how old I am. And when and I've used that follow your bliss. Almost every day since, I just it just melts my
1: heart. Well, it's yes, funny. So- I was on a biz retreat last week, and um, and the facilitator was talking about that. He, like he mentioned, follow your bliss. And then mm. I, I, you know, was doing some research on Joseph Campbell and the Hero's Journey, and um, and saw that that you know that he was like, we should all follow our bliss.
0: Mm. Because, I mean. I'll tell a little story that was one of the ones I heard that he shared early on about um, the hero's journey and also how it can lead us to, and, and follow your bliss. how it can lead us to the ultimate realization of that we're one. And so he shares the story around that was in the paper in, in San Francisco around two policemen come driving along and there was somebody... Uh, obviously contemplating suicide and the person had already kind of slipped over so they stopped and one of them grabbed this person but in doing so he kind of risked his own life Um, and then the other policeman went out and grabbed him and actually saved both of them and so then the journalist had been asked why would you do that this person wanted to die why would you you both have young families why would you risk your life for that And the answer that one of them gave is, because I couldn't have lived another day if I hadn't. Wow. And Joseph Campbell says that's because at that point, being confronted so intensely with death, you come to the realization that we're one. All the boundaries around who we are, the individualization, melts away and you know we are one consciousness in that split second so you see so that's part of following the bliss that the bliss will take us to the realization of oneness so in a way the hero's journey if we're opening the heart to it will take us to the feminine it's the beauty of it oh i love that
1: i hadn't thought about that when you told me first told me about the hero's journey my tears and everything yeah so there's a lot more to it yeah it's rich territory (laughs) yeah so we're only just dabbling. And I, yeah. But what I love, and this is the reason why I wanted to to do this topic today, was that when you talked me through that, um, you know, and, and said, kind of said to me, oh, darling, you're on the hero's journey. And you explained to me what that was. And, and you described uh, an image of a, it was an English heroine. Mm. What was her name? Oh, I can never, it's Bodera or something like that. I, I, and but you describe this picture of a mm-hmm. of a woman standing there with the wind in her hair mm-hmm. and she's kind of been through it going through a challenging time going through a journey and she's got bruises all over her from being um, you know, the, in the and, Yeah, in wars and things, but that she keeps going. And I remember you said that to me, you just need to keep going because I was like, maybe I should chug it in. And you're like, no, you need to keep going. This is the whole point is that you're going to get bruises on your hero's journey, but you keep going. Mm-hmm. And and I suppose that really struck me and it, and it made me realize, number one, I'm not alone, that so many other mm. people go through mm-hmm. their own hero's journey and that they face as challenges and bruises and trials and tribulations, I guess. And, but we just, we keep going and because the, the reward is there and, and the change and the impact that we have is there. We just need to, to get to that point. Yeah,
0: but I, but I think it's also about changing the expectations. I think you know we've we have in we've ingested the idea that you know if that life should be cruisy, and when anything something something happens, we think, well, that's a problem. That shouldn't happen, but well, that's part of life. Yeah, <laughs> life is getting bruised. We will be bruised because otherwise we're just you know we're living too sheltered. <laughs> yeah, let's get soulful on social media. Search the Sister Code Facebook page and follow us on Instagram.
1: And so Joseph Campbell said, in the cave you fear to enter lies the treasure that you seek. Mm. When I read that, I'm like, so that's why we go on the, on the hero's journey. yes, Because there's treasure there somewhere. Yes. yes.
0: And when we really allow that to stir our hearts, we, we, you know, we might sort of sense, what is my greatest fear? You know what? What is, what is yours, Mel? What do you? What? What? What is your cave? What's
1: in your cave? My greatest fear. Mm. That it'll all fall apart. And and what will happen then? Do you know what? It will all fall apart, and that I will end up. I remember there was a point in my life where I had um, separated from my first husband, mm. and I was in my 20s, so I was still really young, and. Um, my life just felt totally out of control, totally chaotic. Um, I was struggling to make ends meet and just felt like, yeah, just it, my life was a mess mm. and it was the worst feeling in the world. Mm. So that's that's in my cave. Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: Yes. Mm. And sometimes it's more like for me, I think it, it's the whole thing of being vulnerable. I think that's a, a daily kind of cave that I have to challenge myself with to yep. really sort of surrender the idea of knowing and expose myself, if you like. Mm.
1: Um, but do you know what? And I'm going to say this um, because I'm sure it may resonate with, with many a woman out there who's listening. Separation from my um, first husband, I'm, I'm now very, very, very happily married with my second husband, but my first husband, that was a hero's journey in itself. Mm, that mm. was the hardest Mm. the hardest journey that i've been yeah. on yeah you uh, know and it lasted until my son turned 18 <laughs> you know it was mm. it was really tough and mm. and it was difficult because um you know my then husband it, it was like right now you need to be punished Right. That's what it was like. It right. was like now you know you've you've been a bad girl, you've left me. Mm. Actually, now I'm gonna make everything as hard as possible for you. Mm. And you know I have so many metaphorical bruises from that whole period yes. in my life, and I remember thinking to myself many a time, I think he would only be happy if I was curled so up in should... the, yeah if I was curled up in the corner of the room in the fetal position rocking back and forth, a shell of a person, mm. I think that would only that would make him happy. But I remember thinking, no, I can't live my life. Actually, I there was a reason why I left, and that's because I I needed I needed happiness in my life and peace and calm for myself and my son, and um, you know, and so that was a lot of years of bruises and buttering emotionally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I now go, I'm I'm live a, a wonderful life and I'm very happy.
0: And so, so yeah, I think for many. Who have left a difficult relationship men and women and who are facing the other partner being abusive it's a daily demand to be the hero isn't it you know it's hard as a decent person in relation to your children and sometimes we fail absolutely you know but it is an ongoing calling isn't it when you're dealing particularly if you're not dealing with a narcissistic um, ex um, who manipulates the
1: children and that kind of thing it's enormously challenging absolutely but I just remember Thinking, you know, I have a choice. I can actually end up in the corner of the room in mm-hmm. the fetal position, rocking back and forth metaphorically. Or maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on the day. Depends <laughs> of the day. I Or do you know what? I, I've got to keep going. I have to keep going. I have to show up. I have to be the best I can be for my son. I have to be the best I can be for myself. Um, and I have to keep going. Because the alternative is not great. And, and I, I can reflect now. Now I'm in my late 40s. I'm not in my 20s anymore. And I can go, yeah, I, 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 I've made it through that.
0: Mm. And I suppose, you know, you, you're blessed with that level of resilience, right? Which is a combination of not having been too damaged early on in your life and perhaps faith and life and disposition. And others
1: don't have quite the same amount of that. Well, it's funny. And it was a voice of my father in my head going, mm. I didn't raise you. To, to deal with. I didn't raise you to be like this, I, you know, to, to be downtrodden. Right. He, he used to say, I didn't raise you right. to be like that, to what be downtrodden. What a good voice to have yeah. inside, right? I raised you to be an independent, you know, thriving woman. Mm. And that used to keep me going. Mm. My father didn't raise me <laughs> to be sitting <laughs> yes, crying in the corner of the room. He raised me to be an independent good woman.
0: Yeah. What a good, good sort of um back support for the hero's journey. Absolutely. Yes. So So, can I just say also, for instance, books like Eat, Love and Pray, you know, or um, what was that diary that was famous a few years ago? Um, Somebody's diary. What was that?
1: Not the diary of Anne Frank.
0: No. Oh, that's a hero's journey. That's a total hero's journey. yes. Yeah. No, the more ordinary one the girl the, somebody's ju- Bridget Jones's ju- Bridget Jones's diary yes. <laughs> diary and i and i think you know with that we really we we're so addicted to the the idea of the of the hero's journey that rather than leave it in a bit more of a of a tense exciting place where she didn't reunite with a man um we just close the loop and then it becomes ordinary yeah like i i saw often when people you know you know if i'm speaking at something or something they go oh so tell me you know what happened since you came up on mindfulness and i know they're looking for the hero's journey and there isn't one there's yeah. just curiosity there's just it led it was curiosity yeah. so it's a model that we have, we hunger for you know if you lead to listen to speakers majority of them will follow the hero's journey this happened you know i had this a disease this big challenge then i you know i conquered it and i've learned this and i'm sharing that with you yeah that's what we all want. Yeah. But sometimes it's just made up and there actually isn't a freaking story or it's so minute you go, really? You're really milking that one. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I would say to any of you listening today to have a think about your own hero's journey if you're on one now or, or hero's journeys you've been on throughout your life and see how you got through that um, and, and see what it is, that I suppose, that you want to do to find your bliss. Because that will lead you on possibly a new journey.
0: Yeah, and I I love that, Mel. And I also, you know, I think we can ask ourselves, have I been called? Am I being called? And am I consistently drinking too much, too much Netflix, busying myself to actually hear the call?
1: Yes, I like that. I like Netflix too, but I,
0: <laughs> I know there's nothing but, wrong with that. But uh, yeah. sometimes it camouflages. We just dis- we distract ourselves to actually hear our calling. I think I definitely do at times.
1: Yeah. So get quiet, listen to your heart. Yeah, follow, follow your, bliss, your bliss,
0: right? It'll take you there. It'll take
1: you on a whole other new journey and who mm-hmm. knows where you'll end up.
0: Yeah, but your heart will be open and that's what we all really want.
1: Yes. Well, thank you so much, my friend. My pleasure. Thank you. And uh, I would say if if you, uh, please reach out and share. Reach out and share on social media or um, uh, melissa at thesistercode.com, or you, you can send me an Instagram message and um, share with me how you, uh, a hero's journey that you've been on. Yeah, that would be exciting to hear. Absolutely. Okay,
0: thank you, my friend. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Hey Soul Sister with Mel Histon. What would help, help you on your, your crazy, crazy life, life journey? journey? Email melissa at thesistercode.com.